Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Previously on Haunted. Modern vampires using a homeless shelter as their own little blood bank. We help them get back on their feet. What does Carl want with Theo? And why is Theo in Byzantograd? Oh, so my opinion means nothing on this. Now you're getting it. Maybe it would be better if I went back to Greenvale. Why? Well, for one thing, James clearly doesn't want me here. Are you jealous of James? No, not like that. I'm, I'm just fed up of being left in the car or feeling like I'm lost in every conversation. <laughs> what is it? <coughs> Abigail's gone. Gone? I don't know, man. I, I woke up and she was in the car just, just leaving. Somebody took her. No, 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 she was driving. I'm in what appears to be a tunnel of some sort. I, I, I think it's a mine shaft. Where are we? We're in hell. And you're going to get yourself hurt. Impala Films presents Haunted, the audio drama Season 2, Episode 1 The Town on the Edge of Hell Part 2 of 4 Written by Jamie Evans Stop messing about. Come here. Leave me alone. Whoa! Be careful. Ah. Come here. Let me go. Let me go. What the hell are you? Bloody tourist. Oh, that's oh, better. I hate this fucking thing. Still beats choking to death on that smog, don't it? Come on, we can't stay here. More of the ground's likely to give way. Who are you? Name's Toby, and I live here. I mean, not here, here, but I live in town. You're an outsider. We don't get many of those no more. What happened here? Ah. Oh, let me see your hand. Oh, come on. I haven't got the lurgy. Let me take a look. Ah, yeah. Well, the good news is, that's just a surface burn. It'll blister like a bitch, but there won't be any lasting damage. I've got an ointment back at my house, and that'll ease the pain and help speed up the healing process. How do I know I can trust you? 
How do I know I can trust you? You're a big man with a miner's pickaxe. I'd say you're the bigger danger here. Oh, come on now. Isn't that sexism? No. Yeah, <laughs> probably not. Uh. Here. Oh, shit! Whoa, 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 don't freak out. It's a switchblade. I can see that. Yeah, it's for you. Take it. What? Take it. If you start to feel unsafe or you think, I'm going to attack you or something, there'll be no hard feelings if you stick me with it. Really? I mean, well, that's easy for me to say now. I don't know how much it's going to hurt yet. on a rock down there. Why was it so hot? You're lucky, really, that the caving happened where it did. If that sinkhole had been a few metres left, you'd have been burned alive. I don't understand. Why is it so hot in here in the first place? You actually don't know where you are, do you? Hell, you said. Which, if that was supposed to scare me, I'm afraid you failed. Oh, no, I meant it, more or less. This town is built on top of a coal mine. For the better part of a hundred years, all of our trade and business came from that mine. Practically every man in town worked that seam. But now there's nobody left. Well, nearly all of them gone. One day, the mine caught fire. Ignited the coal seam this town used to rely on. There's nothing down there to stop the fire from spreading. Wait, you're saying... This town uh, is sitting on a pit of fire that's been burning for 40 years. Look, see? This must be it. We would have gotten here much quicker if you hadn't made us take that path back there. Well, either way, we're here now. Indeed. Now, the next question is, why is this fence here? Do you think it borders the entire town? Perhaps. That's strange, though. Is it a town or a prison colony? Well, there doesn't seem to be any other way in. Have you gone mad? What's the matter? Never climbed a fence before. <laughs> it won't be a problem. Here, I'm throwing the bag over. <clears throat> okay. Here we go. <clears throat> Nearly there. Okay, now uh, swing your leg over. Yep, yep. <clears throat> now down, oh. down. Oh. <clears throat> oh. Damn it, I tore my jacket. <laughs> Must have got snagged on a link at the top. Well, it's ruined now. Is it just me or is it warm out here? Yeah, are you sure that's not just from the effort of you climbing a fence? No, it definitely feels a bit warm. What is that? Temperature gun. Standard piece of ghost hunting equipment. Hmm. You're not registering as particularly warm. Try me. Uh, looks normal to me. This low mist on the forest floor is a bit weird, though. I thought you only got mist in cold weather. And it's only on this side of the fence. Fascinating. <clears throat> well, I'm sure you'll soon cool down without your jacket. Do you think Abigail's really here? Maybe. <clears throat> I, uh... <clears throat> it didn't look like a big town on the map. Hopefully it won't take us long to find her. 
<coughs> no. <coughs> Do you have any water in your bag? Uh, <coughs> yeah. <coughs> you okay? My throat's really irritated. <coughs> Mine too. I, I must be something in this forest. <coughs> don't think it's affecting our vision too, do you? No, why, why do you ask? Everything... everything looks a bit weird. <coughs> sort of blurry. <coughs> That's not us. <coughs> That's the mist, I think. <coughs> <coughs> What's that smell? <coughs> Steady. I don't need you falling over and snapping your ankle. <coughs> it's, it's the ground. Look, look, the ground moved. <coughs> Come here. <coughs> the ground gave way. There's smoke coming from the hole. This isn't mist. <coughs> it's poison gas. <coughs> it's getting hard to breathe. <coughs> this way. <coughs> it's getting worse. Hey, hey you. Can you hear that? Follow my light. This way. <coughs> Over there, James. It's a truck. <coughs> Come on. A little, a little further. Here, here, get inside the truck. <coughs> How long were you two out there? Not long. A couple of minutes. We, we, we just hopped the fence. We're, we're looking for our friend. We heard she was here. I haven't heard of an outsider in Ravensdale for a long time. If your friend wandered into town on her own, there's a good chance she's gotten seriously hurt. Wait, what? What is this place? The, uh, the trees back there. A lot of them were bleached white. That's right. More and more of them as the years go by. As fast as new greenery grows, more of it dies off. What bleaches trees? Carbon monoxide, I imagine. A few other gases too? And you'd be right. You know your stuff, Mr... Hunter. James Hunter. This is Daniel Cowell. Just Dan. Thank you for picking us up. Lord only knows what would have happened to us otherwise. Well, I know what would have happened to you. You'd be dead, plain and simple. Carbon monoxide poisoning doesn't fuck around. My name's Sharon, by the way. Oh, it's nice to meet you. So, why exactly is there toxic gas leaking out from the ground there? I'm guessing Ravensdale is a former coal mining town. Gold star for you. Whole town's built atop of a coal mine. Number one trade in town back in day. Pretty much all the men in town worked in the mine. Women did all the other necessary jobs around here. It was a modest but honest living. Then, in 1983, the mine caught fire town's been dying ever since. Wait, hang on. Are you telling me that this fire has been burning for 40 years? It's not as uncommon as you'd think. Once a coal seam catches fire, it's incredibly difficult to extinguish. There's a town in Pennsylvania called Centralia. They've had a fire burning since 1962, which frankly looks meagre compared to the burning mountain in Australia. That's been burning for 6,000 years. Jesus Christ. Well, if the whole town is on fire, why wouldn't the government do something about it? Now, why would the government do anything? Ravensdale was a small town with barely 3,000 people living in it. They didn't care if it caught fire. The fire burned for 11 years before anybody even took real notice of the damage it was doing anyway. Ah! Oh, sorry. I should have warned you that it'll sting a little bit. This ointment will help reduce the swelling and prevent you getting any infection, though. Thanks. Why did it take 11 years for anybody to do anything? Well, uh, perhaps you've heard of that famous phrase, keep calm and carry on. Yeah. 
Well, we kept calm and carried the shit out of ignoring the problem. You know, for the first few years after the mine caught, the bastards who ran the mining company, Moorcroft, they kept us going down there into other tunnels. Reckon the fire was contained in just one chamber. Like the old coal seam isn't fucking connected. Well, then again, I guess we're the real fools because we listened and kept on working. Not that we had much choice, like. People were dependent on them wages to feed the families. You kept working? How was that safe? We weren't. The fire itself spread fairly slow, but the air down there, it was getting steadily more poisonous. Within five years of the fire starting, half of the men in my crew were dead. And the rest of us had developed breathing difficulties. <coughs> I've had that cough oh, since the 1990s. And every winter the, the weather turns and, and I develop terrible chest infections. Did you sue the coal board? No, we couldn't. The man in here never belonged to the coal board. It was a private enterprise belonging to this family of rich toffs. The Moorcrofts. Scumbags, every one of them. Arab Moorcroft, his wife and his two sons, they all ran the business. One of the sons moved away right after the fire started and the other one not long after that. Now, his missus died about ten years back. But old man Moorcroft, he still lives in that big old house up on the hill. Like he's standing over us, watching us suffer. Why didn't he leave, if he's wealthy enough? Well, I don't know. Pride, perhaps? Arrogance? I don't even think it was guilt, but to feel that, he'd have to have some sort of conscience, wouldn't he? Does he ever come out? Never. From what I understand, he's not well. He's been in a wheelchair for a few years now. I reckon he's hiding away in there to die. Like an animal slinking off to a quiet place where it won't bother nobody. He can't walk? No, not for a few years. Then somebody is in there with him. You what? Look, there's a light on in the top floor window. Over there on the left, look. You can see somebody pacing. Huh? Well, fuck me, so there's. Perhaps one of his good-for-nothing sons came by for a visit, you know? See if they can squeeze any more inheritance out of the old bastard. Toby. Yeah? This is going to sound crazy, but I'm here for a reason. Something called me to this town. Called you? Oh, you're not one of those nutters who believes in psychic powers and stuff like that, are you? <laughs> I'm afraid so. Can you tell me more about the fire? When did it first start to affect the surface? Can you show me? Aye, I can show you. Come on, come with me. (laughs) 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I've never seen roads this damaged. What's with all the fissures? It's the fire. The steam builds up until the pressure is too big. In here. Most of the town's gone. There's maybe six or seven of us who still live here. We scavenge what we can from the other homes. Prefer not to leave town if we can help it. Why do you stay? Well, some of us out of a strange sense of territoriality. Some of us don't want to admit defeat. Most of us are just too poor to be able to move. How long was the fire burning before people realised how big the problem was? A long time. Eleven years or so. When the fire first began, it seemed mostly contained on the west side of the town. That's where I picked you two up. For a while, the mining company continued to work the east side of the mine. I mean, who cares about people's health when there's profits on the line, right? Then, there was this one day in 99. As long as I live, I'll never forget that day. What happened? So, the fire had been burning for a long time by this point, right? All that pressure just building and building. But we were stupid. We didn't think about that. We knew we couldn't mine anymore by this point. Too many miners were getting ill. With the main industry gone, a lot of folk did move away. But and the rest of us, we, we figured out of sight, out of mind. We thought we could just go on living normal lives without the coal mine. Please, sit down. It's not a bad city. Might load it into the truck. The one I've got on me out miles is leaking stuff in everywhere. Sharon, you were saying. Oh, yeah. 
One day, an ordinary day just like any other, the petrol station exploded. Exploded? The whole thing. Without warning, boom, the petrol station is, was, located at the main junction in town. It's a crossroads and there's a load of shops and cafes and the like there. I was sitting in one of the cafes when it happened. There was this flash of light and the ground shook. The cafe had these big glass windows at the front and they just shattered, blown in by the air pressure. It was hell on earth. We rushed outside to see what had happened and there was this huge flaming crater where the petrol station used to be and there were these bodies that had been thrown across the street, blood smeared in the tarmac. People were on fire. The stench filled the air and it made you want to keel over and be sick, but you couldn't because there was too much going on, people to try and save. Were you able to save anybody? No, not anybody caught in the initial explosion anyway. It was an inferno. I saw a young boy who lived three goddamn doors down from me, melting. He was right there on the edge of the crater, trying to cry for his mum, but the heat had singed his vocal cords, so all he could make was this horrible wheezing cry, and he was on fire, and I got close, close enough to see his skin blacken and slip off his body. (laughs) I'm so sorry, Sharon. I still dream about that little boy, even now. Even 23 fucking years on, I see him every time I close my eyes and I hear that wheezing. I'm guessing that the fire had moved beneath the petrol station and was heating the tanks to ignition point. Yeah. More red in Moorcroft's ledger. It wasn't the last. Wait, did Moorcroft start the fire originally? Nobody knows how the original fire started. That's how Moorcroft got away without helping any of us when the time came. What do you mean? When the fire first started... Moorcroft kept the miners working in other tunnels. They weren't in danger of the fire, but they breathed in plenty of toxic fumes. Then, because he refused to do anything about the fire, the petrol station exploded. Finally, the government took notice and fenced off the town. They advised us all to move, but they ruled that, because the mine was privately owned, it was the responsibility of Moorcroft to pay redundancy packages to all the miners to help them move. He refused to pay? Around the time that the fire broke out, the miners had actually been in a pay dispute with Harold Moorcroft. There'd been talk of unionising. Moorcroft blamed them for the fire, said they'd done it as part of the strike action. They hadn't, of course. No sensible miner would do anything like that. But we couldn't prove otherwise and couldn't afford to fight the legal battle, so Moorcroft never paid the redundancy packages. In all my life, I've never met such a horrible human being. He was a vile man even then. And I'm sure even more now that he's been left to rot in that old manner of his. He still lives here? Yeah. Up on hill at Moorcroft Hall. The rest of the family are gone now. His wife died ten years or so ago, and his son vanished off to some other place, washing their hands of the whole affair. But he didn't. Too much pride to leave his family estate, I think. He'd rather sit up on his ruined throne than go anywhere else. It's better to reign in hell than serve in heaven. That's the gist. Sorry, perhaps I'm being naive here, but nobody could do anything about Moorcroft refusing to pay? Couldn't the government step in? They just left this town to die. I don't understand how they can do that. A whole lot of people saying, not my problem. Apathy. It's the soil in which most evil grows. Thank you for rescuing us, Sharon. I rather wish we had something we could give you, but we have to go out and find our friend. I'll come with you. I've lived here my whole life. I know where you can and can't go. If I leave you alone, you're apt to wind down down a fissure or something. Thank you.
I just need you boys to help me with something first. What's that? Help me toss that table and chair in the back of my truck. Uh, why? Firewood. I told you. We all scavenge round here now. Of course. You heard her, Dan. <sighs> On it. I'm sorry, Sharon, for everything that's happened here. Why are you saying sorry? Nothing you could have done about it. No, I suppose not. Do you drink? Of course I do. Cheers. Let's go. Oh, what's this? This is a lovely old military coat. Look at that. Still got some of the buttons. Take it. Replace the one you lost climbing the fence. Doesn't it belong to someone? Nothing in this town belongs to anybody now. Look at that. Perfect fit. (laughs) What is that? My new coat. James, the sleeves are frayed and it's dirty. But it looks very cool. (laughs) Oh, sure, it's charming when you don't have to live with it. Abigail, slow down. I don't move as fast as I used to. I can't, I'm sorry. What's wrong? It's happening again. Something is pulling me in this direction. Where? I don't know. I don't know the name of the place. I just know where to go. It's pulling me like a magnet. What? It's how I ended up here in Ravensdale to begin with. Something called out to me. Called out? What? What's this direction? The old main junction in town. Something wants me to go there. Oh... Jesus Christ, you moved quick for someone who fell down a mine shaft earlier. Can you feel it? What? Pain, sadness, anger. The air is thick with it. Oh, you're starting to creep me out. Is that? Yeah. That's just the crater that was left when the petrol station exploded back in 99. At the bottom, there's an hole that looks right down into the inferno. What are you doing? Uh, uh, Abigail, no. I seriously wouldn't do that. Oh, Abigail! Abigail! Can you hear me? It's not safe! I have to see. Oh, shit. Oh, shit! Oi! Oi, Sharon! Is that you? Pull over! Pull over! Toby? You two? Are you with that girl, Abigail? Yes, where is she? Well, something's wrong with her, mate. She's climbing down into the crater. What? Well, that's where the petrol station exploded. You can see right down into the mineshaft. We need to stop her. Ah, the ground's not stable. Abigail, can you hear me? Abs! Abby! I tried calling after it. She ain't responding. We need to go after her. If we all go down there, the ground will definitely give way. Okay, we make a human chain. Good sir, you look fairly strong and sturdy. Grab my arm. Dan, grab my other one. Now, lowered me down into the crater. If we start to get into trouble, I'll pull Dan up, you pull us both up. Uh, Toby. Nice to meet you, Toby. Can you do this? Aye. Okay, slowly does it. Careful! Nice and slowly. Okay, I've got you. We're not close enough. Move lower down my arm, Dan. Right to my hand if you need to. Okay. 
Oh, for the love of God, please don't let go. I won't. Abigail! Abs, it's me! Huh? Dan? Abs, what are you doing? Look, you can see it. The fire is raging. I can see it. I can feel it. Jesus, it's fucking hot. Come on, Abigail. Take my hand. Let us pull you back up. Look at it. It's roaring, broiling with anger, just like they are. Abigail, please, we can't hold this. I need you to take my hand. I don't think they want me to leave. Who? Who doesn't want you to leave? Oh, Dan, you shouldn't have come down here. Why? Abigail, you know I'll always come to rescue you. Hurry up! I can't handle it much longer! They don't want us to leave, Dan. Who? Who doesn't want us to leave? The ones who died in the fire. They're still here. I can see them. And they're gripping your legs. Starring Jamie Evans as James Hunter, Isabella Barbieri as Abigail Corbin, and Luke Hunter as Dan Cowell. Also featuring Kevin Stemp, Leanne Herring, Benton Hodges, David Anthony Green. Haunted, the audio drama, is created by Jamie Evans, with all episodes produced and directed by Jamie Evans and Benton Hodges. Audio engineering by Benton Hodges and Jamie Evans. Haunted is a production of Impala Films and is recorded at Free Sprite Media Studios, with special thanks to Duncan Newham for equipment support. Opening and closing themes by James Crow. Thank you for listening to this audio presentation. Come back next week for the next exciting chapter of Haunted, the audio drama. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.